welcome to Unleashed. I'm Colleen Pilar, a dog trainer fascinated by people. Dogs bring out the best in us. Your dog thinks you're awesome because you are kind, thoughtful, generous, playful. In each episode of Unleashed, I'll choose one behavior trait that dogs and people share and interview a fascinating person to talk about how that trait appears in dogs and in people. Then we'll explore ways that you can more fully embody the trait so that you can show up at work and at home as the amazing person your dog knows you to be. Are you ready to be unleashed? Welcome back. My guest today is Jennifer Blossom, a doctor of occupational therapy, new mother of one, and she specializes in pediatric and maternal health. So I invited Jennifer to talk to us today about caretaking or nurturing, because that's a trait that dogs and people share. And because she does focus on pediatric and maternal health, it seemed right up her alley. So thanks so much for joining us today. Colleen, thank you so much for having me. Excited to talk with you today about this. So I know you have two dogs. Can you tell us a little bit about your dogs? We do. Yes, we have two labs. We have one yellow lab, Tucker, who's about six years, and then one Connor, a black lab, who's about four years old. So they are um, active little bodies, but a great asset to our home. Do you see any behavior um, in Tucker or Connor that you would describe as nurturing or caretaking? Tucker's more of the nurturer. Connor's more of our free spirit. It's so funny, Colleen. It's so funny how every single dog has a unique personality. Absolutely. So, so Tucker is our little love bug. He's a little, he's, he cuddles, he kisses. He's such a calm, mellow body. Whereas Connor needs a good five mile run every single day before he can even lay down. So <laughs> Tucker's, Tucker's more of our nurturer. Connor's more of our, I'm a very intense lab, but once I get my little engine worked out, I can, I can be calm and, and loving. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit of meeting, meeting their own personal needs, yes. but they still have a desire for connection there. Each of them. Yes. It's just 100%. being met different ways. Hundred percent. So we see that with people too. That mm-hmm. there are the people who, like, we all need connection, yeah. but we need it in different ways. Yep. So how well, do you the- see it? How do you see instances of nurturing or caretaking between adults? You know. Uh- this is such a great question. And I love how we can relate this both from a human perspective to a dog perspective. But for us, like as adults in my field of work and as a mom and as a, a mother, a wife, everything that we do, just that, that nurturing aspect of caring for others needs physically, emotionally, spiritually, nutritionally, it is so important. And we do it every single day on a regular basis. And we, we don't even, it's just second nature to us. So, um, I think just taking care of the body, the basic needs, every single day um, is is what we do innately as women and as as mothers. Um, and we also do that with our doggies as well. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the benefits are of that, of being good at caretaking? 
You know, from a medical perspective, it's the it's like the basic foundation of life. If our needs aren't being met, we truly can't thrive, right? So if a baby has a wet diaper or he's not being held or touched or um, fed, how is that child expected to thrive and to live? Same with us as adults. If we're not getting those physical needs, um, that touch, that that cuddling, um, nutrition, how are we supposed to thrive in our life? And so it comes down to the basic principles of really like surviving and thriving um, or not in life. And so it's just a daily need that we as humans biologically and physically need um, day in and day out. And same with our doggies too. It's interesting, isn't it? Because that's one of the needs that I think a lot of us would like to deny that, right. you know, I don't need anyone. I don't need anything. It doesn't really matter. And yet it's a foundation. It, we are right. wired to connect. Right. We are. And I think it all boils down to, relationships like we are we are designed for relationships with others with pets with the community like if we if bad things happen in isolation so I think it's so important for us to to really hone in on how important how powerful relationships are and to really take root and take hold of that to cultivate healthy relationships with ourselves and with others what do you think are some of the challenges in cultivating those healthy relationships I think calling one of the first ones definitely is self-awareness being if we're not self-aware with ourselves and what we need, how are we expected to deliver that to others? And so I think first of all, ladies and gentlemen, is being being aware with what your body needs physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, all, all the things. And when we can learn to take care of ourselves in that aspect, then we can in return um, pour into others. And I, I teach calling my moms. It's like you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so making sure that our cup is full our tank is full, uh, then we can truly pour into the hearts of others that we love and that we care for. Yeah, I I recently heard someone say self-care is health care. And it's so true. And yet our society sort of feels like it's selfish. 100%. And our society today... Unfortunately, it has this like false badge of honor that busyness is mm-hmm. everything, being plugged in everywhere, doing everything for everyone and neglecting yourself is the quote unquote the, the way to do it. And if you if you guys notice, take a take an instance this week or next week or whenever, if you if you see someone you haven't seen for a long time and you say, you know, hi, how are you? How are things going? 99% of the time, people are going to say, oh, good, I'm just so busy. Mm-hmm. And it's just this this mindset that our society has today of being busy is everything. But we ha- we are neglecting that, like you were saying, Colleen, that self-care piece. And when we're, when we're not taking care of ourselves, it truly does affect our ability to nurture our homes, our health, our body, and to nurture those around us. And I also think that when we ask people, hi, how are you doing? We we do sort of get back a generic answer that, oh, I'm so busy or I'm tired or I'm fine. Yeah. But it's probably very important for us to follow up with a, a second question of, you know, tell me more about that. You know, what's sure. really going on? Because that, that sense of disconnection really hits us, especially yeah. when we are having just these token drive-by conversations. Like, how are you doing? Right. Fine. How are you doing? Busy. Right. Right. Just very surface level. And when we can show up and be present and and kind of peel back the layers of that onion, then you can really get to that root of how are you really doing? How are things really going? So I love that perspective too. Yeah, just getting past that surface level response and getting really to the heart of the conversation. Yeah, and that's that really is um, a caretaking behavior in a, in a very small and yet powerful way, like a really dynamic uh-huh. human connection moment of, I see you. How are right. you? 
Right. So what would you say would be a tip for having more of this trait in our lives, being better able to be nurturing toward others or more um, mm -hmm. better, a better caretaker of the people around you? You know, I think it really comes down, like I was saying earlier, number one, you got to take care of yourself because if you're exhausted and drained and emotionally, physically, spiritually depleted, how can you expect to nurture your kids, your husband, your colleagues, etc.? So number one, my number one tip is to really take care of yourself. Make sure you're eating right. Make sure you're exercising. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure you're plugging in and surrounding yourself with good friends, good people. Um, it all plays a role in our health and in, into our wellness. And then once we can take care of ourselves, then that role in nurturing others, you're, you're more aware, you're more present. So whether it's like I was saying, children, children, husband, um, community, whoever your relationships are, being in tune with them. And like you were saying, Colleen, digging past that surface level of not just, hi, how are you doing? But being present, being full, listening. That is a lost skill today. If you, if you pay attention to people, most people, when you're in conversation or if you can just observe a conversation, that's like, someone's not home. And so mm -hmm. being very present, being in tune, listening, responding to questions, um, just being engaged, asking people about themselves and diving deeper and really paying attention to the needs, you know, spiritual, emotional, physical, all the things we talk about in health and wellness um, of other people. When you can kind of look, observe and give from your heart to help better help nurture, help grow that person. Um, that's when we can truly become just full of life and, and vibrancy and energy together um, as a community and as a as a country, as, as a world. I know it is a ripple effect, isn't it? 100%, 100%. And it starts, it starts with you, it starts in your home, and then you kind of th filter out into the community. And it truly is that ripple effect when one person cares for themselves, and and can teach that and show that to others. It has that ripple effect. And it's, it's, um, it's an amazing, beautiful and powerful thing. And is that the reason you started your own podcast on the subject? For sure, for sure. And technology <laughs> is amazing for that, Colleen. And you know this too, is just when you can share a little piece of wisdom or a nugget of advice or even support, you never know who's watching or who that might have impacted. And so never take it. I mean, even if, you, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you don't have a podcast, it doesn't matter. Your ability to make a difference in someone's life um, can completely change the way they think and the way they live. So just go out there and live your best life and, and you truly um, never know who you will inspire or encourage. Absolutely. So if Tucker and Connor could talk, if they could use words, how would they describe you? And obviously those answers may be different from Tucker versus Connor. Right. That is so, you know what? Can I tell you something, Colleen? <laughs> Connor is our vocal dog. He is so loud and he uses his voice all the time. Tucker is very reserved. I think if they both had that good regulation, Connor had his run, Tucker had his nap and they were um, just at, at peace uh, for the day. I think, I hope they would both describe me as um, their mom who is just loving and caring and attentive to their needs. Um, I try to take them out every single day. We, we go for walks. We have, you know, our treats, our, our, scheduled meal time and it's just we're very they're very much into their routine it's so funny just like kids 
our dogs love their routine and they are very <laughs> adamant mm-hmm. about their snacks, their treat time, their bone time, their dinner, their, their naps. They're so funny. So I think um, just their ability to recognize our routine, our safety, um, our nurturing. I try to make an effort. We, you know, snuggle every night and just really um, cultivating that love in the home with them. Um, and they're such a big part of our family, too, like our little fur kids. Uh, so hopefully that's what they would say about me. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I, I would think they would say that. I think they would say that. But I also think that we we probably are grateful that dogs can't talk because they might have some right. things to say we right. don't want to hear. <laughs> but for the most so part. True. <laughs> so true. So how could listeners reach you and learn more about the things you do? We, you can find us online um, on our website at BlossomingMommyAndBaby.com or we are all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, at BlossomingMommyAndBaby. And yeah, we're just all about mom and kid health and just cultivating that health and, and wellness within the home, within the families. Well, excellent. Well, thanks so much for being on Unleashed today. I really appreciate you joining us to talk about all of the benefits of social connection and nurturing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Colleen. So what do you think? Are you ready to be unleashed? Ready to open up and fully become the amazing person your dog knows you to be? Subscribe to Unleashed. And please visit ColleenPilar.com slash iTunes to leave a review. It helps new listeners find us. And my dog gets an extra treat for each new review. Say thank you, Edzo. (coughs) 